Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Hi everyone. Welcome to the Monday episode where we kind of look back at our uh, weekend activities, if you Mm. like. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about what's been going on in the world. Yeah. Just... uh, just relax. And just, just do what. Just reflect on this business we call life. Mm. The business of being human. It's a tricky business, said, but it's what we're stuck with. I almost got chew the fat mixed up with chat shit. I almost said we just relax and chew the shit. Chew the shit. But uh, yeah. that doesn't feel right. Might catch on. Might chew not. the shit, get banged. Um, Why hasn't yeah. Jamie Vardy done a podcast yet? For fuck's sake, every he's, other guy's got a time. podcast. Why hasn't he's Vardy got time. one? That's the one that we He'll want. Get one. He'll get one. He'll do one with Rebecca Vardy. Oh, I'm sure it. when the time is right. When um, when he's finished his footballing career and when she's out of prison or wherever it is she is. <laughs> Imagine um, if they put her in prison. Is she in prison? No, they're sending her to um, Rwanda. They're sending her to a detention <laughs> camp. Apparently they're doing that with all... <laughs> Of the wags now. Any wag that stepped out of line. The Home Secretary, yeah. um, Suella Benjamin, right, she said... <laughs> <laughs> she said that, um, like, she any any wag that steps out of line, yeah. we can't afford to keep them in this country anymore. So they're going to have to go yeah. to Rwanda and, and so work, in a, kind of work in some sort of pit, crime. like a gravel pit or something. Something with a low-level crime, slander, anything like that. Oh, yeah. Anything that's not not the done thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so what's been going on? Oh well, I, I went to. Go on, I'll, yeah. I'll just I'll quickly mention. I went to um, one of the greatest gigs I've ever been to. Wow. Last night, and um, it was self-esteem. Yeah, you're aware of I'm the word self-esteem. I'm familiar with her oeuvre. Yeah. Yeah. She played at the Sage in Gated. Great big venue, quite an intimidating venue because it's it's massive and cavernous, mm. and it's all seated. Apart from there was a little dancey area at the front for people to dance in, right? Um, and it can it can kind of you, sometimes you can't get a great atmosphere in there. But she absolutely fucking bossed it. What what was, it was incredible? What did, what did she do, mate? That was so impressive. It was a show. Now, I've talked about in the past how I, I'm not really asked if we're going to see gigs anymore. I want to see a show. A show. I want choreography. Yeah, lights. Um, I want lights. Mm. There was a little staircase, about five stairs staircase in the middle. Yeah. That she would occasionally come down from. And she had, it was her, three backing singers, three female backing singers, female bass and keyboardist, and a male drummer who was introduced as the talking male. Um, and the, I mean, her songs are brilliant. If you've heard her album, Prioritise pleasure. Yeah. It's fantastic. Which is very much speaks our language, doesn't it? It Prioritise does, yeah, pleasure. Completely. Um, 
So the, the, the choreography was sensational. The costumes, brilliant. It was a, a massive full-on show, and everybody there was just so into it. Mm. Um, uh, your, your pal, Terry White. Was she there? Um, no, she wasn't at this one. She was at the Manchester one the other night, right. and she came away and tweeted that it was like the closest thing to a religious experience she'd ever encountered at a gig. Mm. And it was kind of like that, because everybody was just so massively into it. And... Um, couple of other things hmm. that was so great about it. Tickets were 22 quid. Wow. That's I mean, impressive. They went on sale nearly a year ago, but 22 I mean, we've charged nearly that for some of the <laughs> shit we've done on stage. <laughs> it's embarrassing everybody. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 22 she, quid. perhaps she's given you some food for thought about some of our stagecraft. We, are, we have got some shows coming up in up. April, and maybe it's given yeah. you a kick up the bum. I did send you... Um, a lovely video of what's his name, Steptoe, Harry and, H. Ba- and Harry H. Corbett and Basil Brush doing a wonderful yeah. little ditty, um, which I'm really like a fan of and think that we should consider doing that or something similar. Um, and yeah, so just an idea. Maybe this is the universe is telling us something. You see self esteem, she smashes yeah. it, and she makes you rethink the business yeah. of show. She's embarrassed everybody by charging 22 quid for that. Because it was so good. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say about it? Oh, yeah, a couple of other things. Show length, one hour, 15 minutes, including encore. Lovely. Did not outsteer her welcome at all. There was none of this kind of two hour, two hours, 15 thing. It was like, mm. here we are. Here's the best songs. Now we're going to fuck now off. Now fuck off. Um, no, and as well. You, we'll fuck one, off. You don't have to fuck yeah. off. Mm. And as well, once it finished at the end of the, at the encore, uh, they, they, they got together, took their bow at the front, and then a song came on, which wasn't one of theirs, um, uh, a kind of a disco song, and they just all had like, a bit of a dance. They oh, had a that's disco lovely. on the stage before they went off. It was brilliant. She's sending out the right messages, well. isn't she? Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. The, the thing that it reminded me massively of was our mutual, one of the best gigs ever. And what was that one? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Was it? Um, uh, I'll remind you. Yeah, go on. Banana Rama. Oh yeah, Banana Reunion tour. Un- unbelievable because show. They were just having such fun on the stage. Yeah, and yeah. It just came across. There was no um, pausing. There was no rock style kind of we're so cool. Yeah. Kind of stuff. They were up there having a laugh, and that's what Banana Rama did that night. Yeah, yeah, they really tour. did. Yeah. And that that just enhances it all massively. It was. Tickets still available. She's doing loads more shows around the oh, country. Oh, maybe I'll try and no, see her not, in London. No, they're not available. They're, they're available on Twickets, the resale thing. Um, but they're... Oh, mate, she's playing Hammersmith. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the angles here. And I've got a friend who you know who's good mates with her. Yes. And I'm going to try, try and leverage that after this review. You try that. Yeah. Well, I looked earlier, and there are some standing tickets available on Twickets. Okay. And the, that that's resale tickets for the original price. It's not like bumped up or anything. Oh, yeah. I'd love to quid. take my daughter to that, actually. You've got to go. Mm. You've got to go, honestly. Okay. You've got to well, get I'll the tickets now. Before, before I put this episode out and people hear it and go, oh, I'll look and I'll get some. Yeah. I'll do it now, mate. Get on Twickets and get some. I looked earlier. There is some some left. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Amazing. One of the best gigs I've ever been to. Brilliant. And I'm 50, for God's sake. I thought I'd seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the fucking lot. There's nothing you can show me. That's what I thought. But psh, 
Yeah. Okay, I've typed so in self-esteem. Right, here we go. Uh, Glasgow, Brighton, yeah. Nah, tram shed car. I've been there. I've been there. Oh, March 11. Fuck me, that's not long at all. That's this Next Saturday. Week. I was supposed to be Next going Saturday. away this Saturday, but now I'm not, so. Oh, do it. I'm going to do it right now. Have they still got them there? Still yep. got the, the standing tickets? they got standing tickets, yeah. Oh, do it. They've also got circle seats, but you're suggesting standing would be better. I think you need to be standing. I mean, if you go with your daughter, it depends on if, she, if she's like, is she tall enough to be standing at a gig? She's, I don't know. She's pretty tall, actually, but I'm going to get... Yeah. You know what? It's two quid more for seats, and they'll probably be... Um, uh, they'll probably be dancing in the seats anyway. I was in the seats they at Hammersmith Apollo for Banana Armour, and there was all sorts of dancing, right. so... Yeah. Yeah, they were they were they were dancing oh, from the minute. I'm doing on. it now, mate. This is amazing. This is now. this is live. This is what our audience is hearing now is live spontaneity. And people say that when you hit middle age, you get very boring and your horizons narrow. Well, think again, haters, because Andy's fifty. I'm very close to forty-eight, right? Yeah. And here we are. He's gone to see a wonderful pop act. Right, <laughs> at a local venue, he's had a great time, and he's spoken about it with such engaging and authentic passion. The older <laughs> lady man here is, as you speak, you are listening to me. You may be able to hear some background clicking. That's me buying two tickets to the show. Right, acquire, acquire, acquire. Yeah, yeah. I'm acquiring something. What I'm doing is I'm acquiring an experience, and ultimately, that's all life is. It's just an experience, and you've got a be hungry for those experiences, haven't you? Uh, you have. And what I'll say is there are still some tickets for the London shows available on there. Uh, there's some available for Cambridge. There's some more. She's playing London again on the 17th, mate. Coming back. Is that Hammersmith again or what? That's Hammersmith again. Okay. And then again on the 25th. I'm doing it on Saturday. Again. Do you know what? It's quite good, though, Saturday, because I've got some timing. This is the universe, because I was supposed to be going away on a hike with my cousin, which mm-hmm. we do, you, you may remember, throughout the year, we usually do it. You and do that, yeah. He's let me down again. This is the second time he's cancelled. I'm not happy oh. about this, but, oh. but, I'm not going to make a thing out of it, but it's a bit, nope. it's a, I'm a bit upset, because his reason wasn't oh, even that good. That, mate. And yeah. so I've uh, thought, well, I've got a, I've got a free Saturday. They're guaranteed no plans because that's been in the diary for weeks. And I said, yeah. and I just told my daughter soon, I said, well, look, my pa- plans have been cancelled, so let's work out something we could do together. Because she's under a lot mm-hmm. of stress. These GCSEs are fucking unreal, mate. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, God, unbelievable. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I didn't, uh, so I'm trying to, like, give her t- any time I can outside of like studying to just sort of relax Mm -hmm. because if not honestly it's sending them all bananas did you know when your kids were doing GCSEs is your lad doing them now he's doing them next year he started like the the second first year you might remember from when your daughter's doing them a few years ago if you look at the work like my daughter's shown me a psychology paper today right Mm -hmm. and uh and I was like give it here because I've been doing a bit of um training and education as you know in in the sphere of the nut, right? I've yes. been doing some nut enhancement. I've been doing some nut training to help yeah. others with their nut. And so I obviously I reckon I know a bit about it, don't I? Fuck yeah. me, this GCSE stuff was unbelievable. And it made me think about what school was like when we were at school. Genuinely, 
And I don't for one minute think that my school was rougher or more negligent than any other school. I've never thought that. It was just, it was a real mix, my school, right? But at our school, the school were like this at GCSEs. You've got some uh, exams coming up at the end of this year, just so you know. They're called GCSEs. So you should probably revise because it, it, they'll be handy to have. Yeah, you'd better have them than not have them. Yeah. yeah, and that was it. And I'm not fucking yeah. joking, and I don't for a moment think it was different at other schools. That was my experience with GCSEs. And, 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 of course, but then they'll have said, and, of course, don't worry too much about the exams because a big chunk of these GCSEs, as we're calling them, is the coursework that you've done over the last 18 months. Yeah. That goes towards it. The exams is a part of it, but it's not the whole thing. So, you know, just relax. But, of course, um, now... I think it's more, it's more, is it predominantly exam based now? It's just I'm like, sure. they are, it's like a boot camp. It is, first of all, it's much harder. It is much harder. They're studying shit that I would have thought would have been A level or even higher, right? That's the yeah. first thing. Yeah. Um, not necessarily complaining about that. You know, maybe that's a good thing. But I think they looked around when they sort of rejigged the old education system about 10 years ago, I think they looked around at other countries and thought that, like, our education, we were, we were training too many dingbats, like you and me. There are too yeah. many. They were like, there's fucking... I tell you, the problem well, with this country is our education system is spewing out too many fucking podcasters and not enough fucking yeah. engineers and brain surgeons, mate. Right? My, my, my year group, we were the first ones to do GCSEs. We were the pioneers. Wow. And look at me. Yeah, so... Fucking hell. So I'm not, you know... Uh, Credit where credit's due, and actually some teachers might be in touch and set me right on this, and if they do, then I'm perfectly willing and and happy to hear your point of view. But I don't think that it being very difficult is the problem. Problem is, not only is it very fucking difficult, they're fucking on at them, non-stop. And each teacher of each of the fucking eight or nine subjects or whatever you're doing gets you and goes, fuck all your other subjects. This is the fuck you you need to be devoting three hours of every fucking day to studying and revising this. And if you don't, you little cunt, you will fail and your life will be shit. Right. And you if you don't, that's the minimum you've got put in. But they're being told that from once. I can't fucking switch my brain between fucking watching the telly and looking at my phone within 30 seconds. They'll like do an hour of fucking psychology then they'll do an hour of chemistry, then an hour of maths, and then they're in there fucking studying Hamlet for an hour. And you've got to fucking like, have opinions on all of it. You've got to study this shit for three hours a day, and if you don't, you're going to go to Rwanda with Rebecca fucking Vardy. Yeah. You're going to starve to death, because Suella Benjamin, our Home Secretary, will see that you are digging gravel in fucking Rwanda. And I know what you're thinking, well... Digging can be fun. Yeah, it might be when you're out the back or in the bushes or at the park yeah. here in fucking sunny old England, right? But when you're in fucking Rwanda in boiling heat, digging fucking gravel next to Rebecca fucking Vardy, I will tell you that is no tea party, you little cunt. I don't know everything there is to know about Rebecca Vardy. I'm making a judgment and an assumption here, but I reckon she doesn't put a shift in with her digging. Well, we'll see. She's not there yet. She'll be there soon, and then we'll see. Yeah. There'll probably be a film crew going with her to make a reality show. Probably. 
Uh, well, look, so, this yeah. is great. So the, the whole self The tickets are purchased. My daughter oh, is wonderful. my daughter is really stressed out all the time, and I want to take her out and help her switch mm-hmm. off. Although her mates did come round last night, and I've got to tell you, Andy, they had vodka. Um, not too much. In fact, um, there was a scooping. You know, a scoop that you used to measure things. Like when you're baking or whatnot. Oh, I've been yeah. baking today, which I've got to tell you about before this is over. Um, right. It's a little scoop. And uh, right. my wife found it in, you know, the drawer where you keep uh, kitchen sundries. The nutcracker yeah. might be in there, right? Um, yeah. A couple of old bottle openers that aren't your Petita main chipper. bottle openers. Yeah, that sort of shit. It was in the sundry yeah. kitchen equipment drawer. She Tons. found it and she said, I don't you. You can make three cocktails, right? You can have three drinks yeah. throughout this evening because she was having her mates around, right? Use this. You will measure the vodka using this. It will be not... <laughs> no, it, yeah. There'll be no more than one scoop of vodka mm-hmm. into your cocktail. And right. uh, and they stuck to it. None of them seemed pissed. So what are you going to do, That's you good. know? That's good. That's civilised. They're pretty civilised um, drinkers from what I can tell. My me, me um, daughter, a couple of years ago, she acquired one of those little silver cup things that they use in cocktail oh, yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good to have, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So I don't know if she thinks she is, but yeah. Yeah. As so, long as um, they've got them the and not those way. little silver Coke spoons that, um, no, no, you know, Stevie good. Nicks favoured. I baked oh, a cake know. earlier, mate. And the cake, oh, brilliant. And the cake that I baked was grew from this podcast because I don't know oh, whether it was a Friday's episode kick. we talked about the classic Victoria yeah. sponge and ever since you described it so vividly I haven't been able to get it out of my head mate I have not been able to get out of my head and I woke up this morning and I must have been feeling energised because first I made omelettes for breakfast right for everyone nice and then went out did a bit of exercise when I came back I was like fuck this I can't stop thinking about this fucking Victoria sponge with jam and cream I'm going to fucking make it. And before they knew what was happening, I was back out down the shop buying everything I needed. FYI, when I was in the grocery shop, the bodega, as we recently (laughs) established, is what they're called in America, which sounds much fancier. So I'm starting to call my local convenience shop the bodega. Okay. I'm in the aisle. I'm looking for the whipping cream, the double cream that I'm going to whip up to, to make that huge fucking brick of cream which was yeah. the the main thing in your description that had like anchored itself to my mind right yeah there was that wasn't it so was. i was selecting the cream and it was quite a narrow aisle you know when you're in a narrow aisle in a small bodega andy mm. like behind me was some tins of um tin fruit etc and in front of me mm. were some refrigerators with doors where the cream was right can you picture right. it? It's the sort of thing that if I you can. if you stop and hesitate for too long in an aisle like that, some other cunt's going to come along, and it being Britain, it being Barnes, where everyone's a bit mm. passive aggressive and middle class, Leafy right? Yeah, Leafy Barnes, they won't ever. No one's going to come out and fucking say anything, right? That that's why I'm always causing trouble because I don't care. I'll come out and say shit, right? But there there's a lot of passive aggression. And I knew, I thought, if I don't fucking make my mind up on this cream soon, right, then there's going to be trouble. Because sure as eggs is eggs, some cunt's going to come down and they're going to quietly huff. And I'm going to call them out on it and go, you all right, pal? Everything okay? 
and they're going to go, yes, yeah, fine. I just wanted to get by, that's all. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with a good old-fashioned fucking excuse me? Yeah, or instead of a harumph. Yeah, you <sighs> sour-faced harumphing muppet, right? Mm. Uh, I, I, it was all playing out of my head, and I didn't want it because it was a good day, and I had cake on my mind, right? So I'm thinking, and then I and then I feel the presence. I feel the presence behind me. I thought, there's some cunt here. They weren't yeah. rumpfing, though, but I thought the rump will come sooner or later, mm. so I might as well address it now. Do the old turn round, spark the cunt out before it's stuffed. Before they get <laughs> the ear, we can't go. I thought, what I'll do is, if it's a geezer, I'll spark him, right? <laughs> and by the time he comes round, I'll have bought the cream and I'll be you fucking off. And he'll just think yeah. it's a dream. Right, I'll probably, I'll probably on my way out destroy the security cameras or something like that, you know. Jalapeño. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. I look round, preparing my sparking arm. Right, you're not going to sit with Simon Le Bon, are you? I haven't got my I haven't got my Stony on, but I'm thinking it's not ideal. I usually prefer to have my Stony on in a situation like this when there's an aisle yeah. war to be won. But never mind, I'll have to do it just in my casuals. I look I look the cunt up and down. He mm. don't look like he's going to rump, but he also don't look like he's fucking moving. He's not going to budge an inch. I'm thinking. Got a serious character here, not like the usual mug I encounter in Leafy Barnes. Yeah. So then I cock his face. It's not Le Bon. It's even better. I'll give you one guess. Brandreth. Close. Lineker. I was going to go Lineker or Brandreth. Oh! Lineker in the bodega. There's your, there's your episode title. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone. Fuck it. Oh, look who it is, Lineker. Yeah. No, I didn't say anything. I've, I shat it. Yeah. There, obviously, there was no sparking going on. I wouldn't spark Lineker. He's a national treasure. Plus, let's Could be honest. Could you not have just quietly asked him to stop doing the jokes on Match of the Day? That's <laughs> well, just, lucky for me. That lucky for me, I never watch Match of the Day, ever. <laughs> right? So I'm I'm unaware of the, his declining banter. Um, I was just <laughs> like, oh, fucking hell, there's Lineker. I nearly said, which is my usual reaction to even seeing a picture of Gary Lineker, is yeah. I tend to go, Gary, 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 Lineker, Lineker, goal! Yeah. Because that was a famous bit of commentary from Mexico 86. Uh, but I, I couldn't even do that. I just went, oh. I wish you had. I just went like this, oh, oh, sorry, do you want to get by? And he went, yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, go on then. And I squished right back against the tins, mate. 
as far as I could because I thought the last thing I need, because I've made my Lineker obsession so public on this podcast, the last thing I need now is to accidentally brush against him with my penis or anything, right? Do you need to get to the cream? I need to get to the cream, but you can go first if you want. I'm making a cream cake. Oh, there's only one top of double cream left. You can have it. Please, Gary, be my guest. I thought the last thing I need to do is to look like I'm trying to nonce him up. Because if that happens, right, if he brushes by and then he goes, Oi, 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 matey boy, laughing boy, what's all this? You just touched my ass. I mean, don't be, mm. don't be daft. It's a narrow aisle. I'm getting out of your way. You touch my ass, you saucy git, right? I'll be like, Gary, I wouldn't touch your ass. It's a lovely ass, don't get me wrong, but I would not touch it. So I've got too much threat for you. And then it goes to court and suddenly... They do, someone, they called you as a fucking witness against me. The prosecution have called you. Mr. Dawson, am I I'd right? Have to do to, it. You'd have, have to. to you'd have no choice. You can't back out. They make you yeah. swear on the Bible, mate. Mr. Dawson, you do something called a podcast with the defendant, do you not? I do, yes. <laughs> and this podcast... I'll, I'll say, well, it's one of the podcasts I do. I, I call it the lesser one. Yeah. But, um, this, this yes, po- technically, technically this, I do do a podcast with this, the defendant, and, yes. And, and is, was this part of an outreach community service that you agreed to make a podcast with the defendant? Well, k- kind of. I am trying to help him out, yes. <laughs> well, Mr. Dawson, you um, is it fair to say this podcast, it, it's about football, is it? Uh, no. Objection! Well, uh, Objection! <laughs> Are you objecting there? <laughs> yeah. Sustain. Please answer the question, Mr. Dawson. Well, it's not really about football. It's sort of more about, like, there's a lot of stuff to do with digging on it. Could you digging please answer ghosts. the question? As uh, we, We've got a lot to get through, Mr. Dawson. Could you please be more Missing succinct? Missing Is it fair to say that the subject of Gary Lineker and Sam's fixation the defendant's fixation with mr lineker is a common topic of conversation on said oh. podcast well you'd have yes. to tell him wouldn't you yes it you'd is. have to tell him i'll be yes. looking at you with pleading eyes right like a dog after a bit of your dinner i'll be looking at it, and you'd be yeah. looking back at me as if to say i'm sorry sam but what can i do here i don't think you nonced him but the truth is the truth you do talk about gary lineker a lot, a lot yeah and it would seem like an opportune example to touch him up the yeah you, you very, i mean knowing sam he's always on the lookout for content and so yeah he might have done it not for sexual gratification more for a, a fun story to tell on that evening's episode and he's just so. misjudged it He's misjudged yeah. it, and it's not the first Hang on time. A minute. I, He's I, had a similar I, situation with the pharmacists on this morning, Your Honour. I might, I might I'm like, Andy, what are you bringing that up for? You're just making it worse. <laughs> Please be quiet, you, Mr. Did, Delaney. You're in contempt of court. Sorry, did you say earlier that you were defending yourself in this? Like uh, no, I hadn't thought about that. I would either defend myself. It sounds like you are. Or I would ask my dad to defend me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. My dad would refuse. <laughs> Please. I'm not defending you. I'm on Lineker's side. Well, Li- you could get QPR Terrace Legend Castellini yeah, to do he, it. he'd do it. He'd do it. If Although, dad wouldn't. he's in my bad books anyway, because... Um, oh, right. Number one, he didn't turn up. He was the only sibling. Well, apart from my younger sister, who was in New York. But um, he was the only UK-based sibling who didn't turn up to my book launch. Uh, furthermore, ah. furthermore, he did not. Uh, 
inform me that he wasn't turning up. And afterwards, he did not ring me to apologise or explain his absence. Oh. But I did a great right. bit of banter. There's a family group, family WhatsApp group, right? Uh, everyone's on. And the next morning, everyone was saying, oh, you know, great party, nice to see you, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Well done, Sam. Well, some people were saying that, some people weren't. Um, mm. And uh, and anyway, the book, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's dedicated to my brothers, Theo, Dom and Cat. It is, yeah. So I happened to be at Barnes Bookshop that day, right, doing some signings, and I said to the woman in there, film me doing this a minute, will ya? Sweetheart, got to do a little thing here. And do you know what I did? She filmed over yeah. my shoulder and I opened the book, right? And I turned to the dedication page where it says to Theo Domin Cass. And I took my Sharpie pen and I scribbled out the name Cass. <laughs> and she filmed it. And then I sent the video directly to the family group. <laughs> That's, that's exceptional banter, isn't it? <laughs> I was really pleased with that. I love that. But uh, really? yeah, I haven't really heard much about it. In the end, he got in touch about three weeks later and said, I've read your book. And he seemed to have interpreted every word in it to have been sort of somehow a coded message to him. He went, Personal attack? He said, you know, you wrote that piece that you wrote that bit, blah, 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 blah. That was obviously about me. I said, listen, mate, <laughs> it's very simple. It wasn't about you. Oh, there were a lot of bits about me. I said, yeah, there were. And do you know how you can spot them? They're the bits where I use your name, Cass. They're the bit. The bits about you are the bits when I use your name and say, this is about you. The other bits aren't about you. Well, I just thought, I said, listen, mate, I'm a bit worried here because reading a book and thinking and interpreting it all as being some sort of personal message to you from the author is a pretty common sign of insanity. <clears throat> Very common. And who do we know who once read Catcher in the Rye by Jade Salinger and was convinced that the entire thing was a message to him? Mark Chapman. And then what did Mark Chapman do shortly afterwards? Shot John Lennon in the guts. Exactly. Fuck. And I told Cass this. I said, listen... The last cunt I heard talking about a book in this manner, who'd misinterpreted yeah. a book this severely, wildly, was yeah. Mark Chapman. Yeah. And he didn't know who that was. He went, Who's what? that? I said, Mark Chapman. He what went, of, It was much of the day. <laughs> Chappers, good lad. <laughs> Maybe he's not a reader. Not everyone is, Sam. Not everyone's a nerd like you. <laughs> He's a bit more like me. He likes a couple of beers and watches the game. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he ain't got time for books. He, he's, he's, he's just getting into podcasts. He likes the Jake Humphreys one. <laughs> That's good. They like me. Well, I like that at all because he tells you how to get rich and all of that. Um, he, I said, That's, he, I said, you know what he did? He goes, what? I said, he shot John Lennon dead. And then there was In a the pause. Goods. It, it, then there was a pause and my brother just went oh no <laughs> and, I wasn't, <laughs> and I wasn't sure if he, if he was saying was he, oh no I still to this day because this conversation was a couple of weeks ago I'm thinking was he saying oh no because he didn't know that John Lennon had been shot dead that's what I think right 
Was he saying, oh, no, because he thought, oh, no, I didn't know Mark Chapman done that after reading Jane, after reading Catching Her I'm thinking it was all a message to him. Uh, or he was just saying, oh, no, because he was thinking, oh, no, I am demonstrating the same traits as a man who famously committed a um, act of rock, murder. what I call rock homicide. Rock <laughs> One of the most famous rock homicides of all time. So, fuck knows what Cassie's planning next. Fuck, keep an eye out. Yeah. Um, um, so how did it finish up with Lineker then in the bodega? I just squished so far back against the tins. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I almost fell like through it. Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I almost fell through it to make space for him. Yeah. And he just went on about his business. And then I got out of the bodega, but I was keeping an eye out for him the rest of the time I was in there. And it's not a big shop, but he was elusive. I think he must have, he, you must, when you're as famous as him, you must smell it on people. You must think he's a fan or a weirdo. Mm. And he's, I can tell he's going to try and make an approach. So he turned, he, t- he switched on elusive mode, probably the same mode he used to elude defenders in the box when he was one of the world's greatest yeah. goal poachers. And I, I reckon he'll, see- have gone through, he'll have gone through the back room and then out the back door. Well, they door probably let him, they probably give him special privileges, yeah. No, yeah. what happened was I went out, I got in the car, the car was parked out, out front, and then he, he did come out and he had a lovely dog, which I had seen him brandishing on right. Instagram. He's got, a, I think it's a rescue dog, and it was lovely. And he had quite, a, he had a couple of bags of shopping, and then he had to untie the dog. And I was thinking, oh, it's quite a manoeuvre. He seemed to be struggling. At one point, I nearly thought about getting out and saying, do you want to add with that, Gary? I'm a dog owner myself. I'm fine to do walks anytime you want a little bit of company. Maybe our dogs <laughs> could be dog friends. I got maybe I tell you what, I've been thinking of training mine up to fight. You could do the same with yours. We can make a few quid on the side. We could do it late night over on Barnes Common. Like I'm it, sure we'd rustle like, up a crowd. We could put it on TikTok. <laughs> You're a working man like me, aren't you, Gary? You're not like the other ponces round here. We know the appeal of a good fucking dog fight. <laughs> After you say to your brand roofs, I've been up that school. You know, the one where Mr. Swindlehurst works. I've been up there trying to get them involved. I thought it'd be good, raise a few quid, get buy them a new gymnasium. They didn't want to know. Some well, people around it, they're just fucking snooty. I've been up, you go, you ask your brandruffs of this world or your toochies, and they don't, they act like they've never heard of a fucking dog fight before. It's sickening. But you, you're, you're, you're all right, you are, aren't you? Didn't your dad used to work on the fruit and veg? You know about dog fighting. Come on, mate. Let's get started now. I'll give your dog a right good boot up the arse. That'll make it angry. And that's how you kick things off, see? <laughs> no, that's what I thought about. But then he went off on his merry way. His dog's gorgeous. And maybe one day if I'm out walking, who, who knows? I might be walking all the time around the centre of Barnes, hoping that our dogs... Well, engineering introduction. Cookie is really really good at, at like, helping me to make friends because she is, like, so over the top when she sees another dog. I mean, it's fucking embarrassing. I feel embarrassed Mm. for her. But as a result, you always end up chatting to the other owners. And that's an aspect of Mm. dog dog ownership that I was... uh, I've been pleasantly surprised by, actually, the amount of, like, chats you end up having with people. You know, so hopefully that will work with Lineker. I've hatched a dog-related plan, and I want you to tell me whether or not you think I should do this sometime this month, I think. 
I'm thinking of trying out a camper van, like hiring one, yeah, just for a couple of nights, just to see what it's like. Because it seems like a nice, relaxing seems kind of thing great. to do. Yeah, get out in the countryside, just oh, enjoy nature. Lovely, and, yeah. You know all that kind of thing. But I'm thinking of taking Oscar with me. Yeah. What do you reckon? Well, it depends. What I mean, dogs are different in vehicles. Like my dog gets in the car a lot because mainly because mm-hmm. she can't be fucking left alone at all, right? And so whenever. If, like, my wife's going out or I'm going out and no one's in the house, you have to take it. And she doesn't mind. She loves it. She just sits on the seat and she's perfectly calm. But my brother's right. dog, it gets car sick and they have to give it pills. Yeah. And they take it to Isla White every summer and it fucking pukes the old way um, oh, and God. won't settle down. So what's Oscar like in a moving vehicle? Oscar doesn't like being in cars. Right. he's not sure where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking There's too I'm many variables. Gonna... There's too many yeah. variables. Are we going to the vets? Are we going to the dog hotel? Are you going to get me euthanized? Are we going to the butchers? That's what they always think they're going. Are we going to the butchers? Are we going to the butchers? Are we going to the butchers? No, we're not going to the fucking butchers. (laughs) So, I don't know. Uh, So, I'm thinking of not going too far from home. Staying somewhere not too far away. Northumberland. Because, obviously, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, or maybe, maybe North Yorkshire, somewhere like that. But I think it could be, it could create content. And that's what we're it looking for. It would be great. It? You could pod from the camper van. I could do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds so really appealing. I'd love to do up, that yeah. with the whole family. But I think, I can imagine my kids, they're a bit spoiled. They'd be like, what? We've got to go in the van and have a shit in the van and have a shower in the van. I'd go, yeah, it's fucking really good fun. But, you yeah. know, they go, can't we, just, can't we just go to fun. Club Med again? <laughs> well, there is I've, that, I've ruined yeah. them. Um, so yeah, I, I would, I would definitely be right behind <clears> that idea. It sounds right, lovely. I'll look into that then. I'm looking to doing that this month. Anyway, listen, I made, um, I made this cream cake. The cream cake. I've made yeah. a short video and uh, and an image. I'll probably put the video on the turbo. I'll put the image on on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't quite exactly. Yeah. The, one of the things I would say, if you ever think of making one yourself, is that. There's a crucial element. I was I made these two Victoria sponges. They were perfect, light, beautiful. Um, I got raspberry jam, not strawberry jam. They'd sold out right, strawberry jam. Good. But I put a thick layer on both slices, both cakes. And then, as per your description, I whipped up a whole pot of cream and I fucking slathered it on. Like, oh. unbelievable amount of cream. And then I dusted it with icing sugar on top. Lovely. Yeah. So it was the cream the nice and thick. It was very thick. By the time you'd... But listen, here's the problem. Here's the crucial <clears throat> error I made. Schoolboy stuff. As I was applying the cream, my wife, who was trying every every sinew in her body, was restraining herself from interfering in this cake baking thing I was doing. Because <laughs> I was, she obviously was just thinking, "He'll fuck this up or something. Will go. He'll set yeah. fire or something." And it was going quite well. And she said. Remember, let the sponges cool fully before you put the cream on. And this is it's actually on the video. If I put it on turbo, you'll hear it. Because I just shout that, too late. <laughs> 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 because, of course, I have not waited for the fucking cakes to you cool down. You have no patience whatsoever. What you're supposed to do is wait for them to fully cool down, then put the cream on, and then ideally whack the old thing in the fridge for a fucking hour or two, right? So the cream Whoa. hardens a bit, and then when you slice the cake, it doesn't all squelch out everywhere. If you put the thick cream onto warm cake, by the time it's on the table and you start to slice it, the cream is fucking melting. 
Right. It's melting. Yeah. So it softens. So it didn't melt completely. It didn't go liquid, but it was not that consistency of not hard, but do you know what I mean? Like it's sort of quite solid. The thick layer of cream. That's how you want it, don't yeah. you? It needs to be. It this needs this to was be. this cream started spilling out of the of the cake ah, sandwich, and right. while the flavour was still sloppy. nice, yeah, it was it was sloppy. I regret it. I'll be making another mm. one. But that's two things through the power of your poetic words that you have driven me to. <laughs> well, First, your description of a cake made me bake that cake, and second, yeah. your description of a concert made me buy tickets to that concert. Whatever next. Well, there you go. I am, if nothing, an influencer. You It's been said before. Uh, well, I look forward to seeing the video of the kick, as I yeah. do have access to the IFS Turbo. Yeah. Uh, if you're not IFS Turbo, all you'll get is a still picture. Yeah, it won't, so, won't be the uh, same at all. Uh, there you go. Sub- subscribe or perish. Uh, quick update on the uh, Prediction League. Uh, neither of our teams played football this weekend, but you got um, four points I got four points. Results bot got three points, so not a lot of movement there. Both our teams got thrashed. Both our teams got thrashed, didn't they? They just didn't play football. Let's no. just put it that yeah, way. Okay, that's all we need to say. Uh, yeah, we'll be back throughout the week. I think we're going to do a life logistics on Tuesday. Lovely. Rabies is over. Yeah, we've done life logistics for a while. So get your logistics in if you if you're IFS. If you're not IFS, get them in anywhere, and you can hear the upcoming in nine months time. Mm. Um, so nothing urgent, please. And then it's um, it's Noel Edmonds Concord Odyssey, and then it's Roy the Rovers. Yeah, great stuff. Standard stuff. Yeah, lovely. All right, thanks very much for listening. And as we always like to say, snip, snap, snout. This tale's told out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.